0: And this kind of idea that, you know, we don't need men. Women can be a single mother. We, you know, a lot of women leaving the fathers, manipulating men with their children, um, you know, having children with men who have money just for the fact that they want some kind of financial support. And I started to kind of like. Remember when we said we'd stay together now until forever. Just
1: a. Yeah, Alexa Turner. I like all your videos. I love them. Let me use that word. I think that sounds Thank pretty
0: you. Better. Thank you so Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're really doing a great job on TikTok, you know, trying to, to speak the truth and enlighten people on different topics. But one that really caught my attention was the one you talked about: society needs strong, masculine men. Maybe I'm one of them. You know, so, so when I saw that video, honestly, I was like, I clicked on your link and it took me straight to your your website or your blog. Mm-hmm. And here we are today. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for acknowledging the email.
0: Well, thank you for having me and, and emailing me. I'm I'm excited to meet with you. You have great energy, and I'm excited to do this with you today.
1: Oh, thank you so much. So, um, so Alexi, what what made you that video
0: well um, you know I guess I kind of started to I think most women go through this phase in life because a lot of our mothers or grandmothers or you know whatever were either passed down this idea that uh, women are oppressed and treated horribly in society or you you know, they may experience something like that, or just like the media, right? There's a lot of propaganda out there about how women have it so horrible and that men are like these, you know, perpetrators or abusers, or like there's the, all this inequality. And, you know, I started to kind of wake up several years ago, you know, most of the opportunities I've had in my life were given to me by men, you know, like most of my amazing bosses were men. Uh, my father was amazing, you know, is amazing, you know, he's a man. And uh, a guy that I was dating, he was a single father, the mother was not in the la- in his in the daughter's life, he introduced me to Jordan Peterson. And I started to watch Jordan Peterson a few years ago. And he would talk about how men would come up to him saying, you know, thank you so much. We feel like we don't have a purpose in society anymore. We feel so shunned everywhere we go. And then the Me Too movement started happening. And I just saw a lot of manipulation from women, you know, there was like one story that came out that Aziz Ansari had raped this girl, but you know, the reality was, was that they probably had a one night stand together. He didn't want to date her. She felt slighted. So she came and you know, went against him. And, you know, a lot of people will just uh, believe a woman just because she says something and not believe a man just because he's a man. And I just started noticing a lot of unfairness. And then I started noticing um, a lot of, you know, I, I knew a girl who, wanted a child and purposely got pregnant with a guy. Didn't, you know, she told him she was on birth control. She wasn't, uh, got pregnant with him. He didn't want the child because he, you know, thought that she was on birth control. And then she ended up having this baby. He was not in the life of the kid and she wound up in poverty in and out of, you know, women's shelters and stuff. And, and just a lot of, I want to say irresponsibility and this kind of, idea that, you know, we don't need men, women can be a single mother, we, you know, a lot of women leaving the fathers, manipulating men with their children, um, you know, having children with men who have money just for the fact that they want some kind of financial support. And I started to kind of like shift my perspective a little bit that, um, you know, a lot of, times, you know, not all the time, but a lot of times men want to be in the child's life, or they want to be a part of it, and they're not allowed to or something like that. And then I started reading about statistics of kids who don't have fathers and and how it affects them. You know, my father was around growing up, he was also in the military. So he was deployed a lot, right. And um, in my early teens, early adulthood, I noticed I, I had abandonment issues, you know, and my I talked to my grandmother about it. And I was like, I don't understand why I have these issues. She said, Well, your father was gone a lot. You know, he, he's a great dad, still a great father. But like, you know, I just remember as a kid, you know, standing on the Driveway crying, watching him leave and not knowing when or if he was going to come back because he had to leave for work. And that left a lasting impression on me um, as a kid. And, you know, a lot of times people, of course, we have a lot of sympathy and empathy for men and women deployed, but people don't really think about how the wives are affected, how the children are affected by the absence of their fathers going away to war, which causes, you know, a lot of disruption in the family unit, which creates disruption in. Uh, civilization, which, you know, keeps people in power that really shouldn't be there. So that's a long explanation. Mm.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That that, that really makes sense. Um, This is Alexi on TikTok speaking about society needs strong men. So Alexi Turner, so you can follow her on TikTok for more. Society
0: needs strong masculine men. We have an epidemic of children being raised in fatherless homes and 80% of divorces are initiated by women. Women are taught that they don't need men and that they're even disposable. We can't do it alone and we shouldn't accept doing it alone. We really need to stop perpetuating this idea that we don't need men. Men provide us with their life force energy which impregnates us and they have a purpose in society and they are at the foundation of everything that has been built. Men provide protection in a home. They provide stability in a home. They provide responsibility and structure in a home. Studies have shown that growing up without a father can permanently restructure and rewire the brain and can create more aggression and anger in children. Girls raised without fathers are more likely to be sexually promiscuous and also more likely to get divorced. 70% of teen births happen in homes of single mothers. 70% of dropouts, 70% of suicides, juvenile delinquents, and runaways are raised in single mother homes. Children from single family homes are 5 times more likely to commit suicide, 9 times more likely to drop out of school, 10 times more likely to suffer from substance abuse, 14 times more likely to commit rape, and 20% times more likely to end up in prison. The strongest predictor of if a person will end up in prison is if they're raised in a single mother home. 70% of inmates serving long-term prison sentences were raised in a single mother home. And you are four times more likely to end up in poverty being raised by a single mother. Burden of responsibilities ends up on the woman's shoulders and makes her vulnerable to predators and pedophiles who abuse her children. This creates a lot more family karma that you now have to work through and the children also will have to work through. Men are starting to see that the odds are stacked against them with how many women initiate divorce and are not committing anymore. Because women aren't in the home full-time, they have to work to take care of the family. The children are left to their own devices and are being indoctrinated by government schools, and they're being taught in kindergarten about sex and changing their genders. There has even been countless of times where people have discovered in school libraries pornography in books for children and teenagers. A more promiscuous society creates an over-sexualization of women. This creates a very promiscuous society and an extremely high abortion rate. Something has to change. Mm,
1: something has to change. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. well-taught. Well but have you received any backlash since you posted this video? Because I'm sure a lot of people might not agree with you You know, everybody always Yeah, people these days have reasons Why they justify what they do So um,
0: I feel, you know, I I actually personally Thought that the hate would come from men But I've had so much support From men about this, which is Kind of interesting because we perpetuate this idea that men don't want to be there in the home, you know, that men just leave. And like, I, and I'm sure this happens too. Like I know definitely there's deadbeat dads out there, you know, who don't want to be part of the, the child's life. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean a lot of women, of course they say, well, where are the real men? And where are they? And um, one lady responded to me and she said, if you were with a, an abuser who was a drug dealer who beat you up, you wouldn't stay with him either. And, and my response was, why would you even have children with a guy like that? Like, why would you even bring a child into the life of a man who's a drug dealer, who's beating you up, you know? And, and a lot of women who, who hated on me for this would have that same response why I'm with an abuser. And, you know, my response is be more mindful and more wise about who you decide to have children with. I think a lot of times women, you know, we have this, um, this hormone in us, that, you know, this procreation hormone, and we have this time clock, right? That ticks. And sometimes women will just, you know, like the girl I knew, she just went out and pulled this guy. He was a model. He, he, was hardly supporting himself. She just went and pulled him and yanked him out of nowhere and was like, this is the man I'm going to get pregnant by, you know, because I want a kid, not because I want to raise a child in a family home or I want the kid to have a good dad. And the, the poor child, you know, she would come home from school at like six, seven years old and she would cry and say, my friends make fun of me because I don't have a dad, you know, and it was really sad to, to watch this because of her mom's choice to just get pregnant by any random person to have a kid with. So yeah, I've had, I've had some backlash from women who've, you know, and then of course they say, well, we didn't know they were an abuser before getting pregnant by them. And that, that could be the case, right? Like maybe you didn't sometimes abusers, manipulators, you know, really good at hiding it and, we're not really, I guess, taught how to foresee this, you know, we're not taught in school how to build healthy relationships or how to, um, you know, really seek out good men or women. And if you're raised in a broken home and you don't know what a good person looks like, you're not going to know, you know what I mean? It, It creates this karmic cycle, right. And then it gets passed down to your kids. So yeah, I've, I've received some hate for it. Yeah. Wow.
1: Wow. Wow. This is quite interesting. Well I expected. Them. <laughs> so it's quite interesting to listen to that video, watching that video. You said 80% of the boss when initiated or are initiated by women.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I, I I've had a couple of comes, a lot of conversation with different women, especially a single mom. And the answers are kind of, um, kind of, um, I don't know how to put it. It's the same. I don't know if I call it like a template. Why are you raising those kids alone? Where is the dad? What happened to your relationship? You know, what happened to your marriage? It all said exactly the same thing. He was abusive or he was a cheat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, when you question the father, you find out that they all sound like saints, you know, there was no way in the relationship there was no time in the relationship that they were responsible for anything that didn't mm. go well you know mm. so I, so i jokingly told one i say it sounds like those lawyers are giving you guys this stuff just to make money out of you like if you go to the courts and tell them this, this is exactly how it's going to work and it's actually working out for them so i don't know if also this trend of being a single mom which is very very common now I was wondering whether there are not enough responsible men to be fathers in the society or the men are no longer um, interested in being committed in a relationship. Like you said, you said men no longer want to be committed because they feel like there's no need for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. What do you think can, is exactly the problem? Because there are a lot of factors and you've mentioned some. So does it mean that men are no longer responsible? Or do you think I don't just know,
0: you <laughs> I know don't I have think, right yeah, you. I think it I think it's really complicated because there's so many things you know one of I actually did a study on this today, one of the um and, and people will say I did a video on cheating recently too um, where, you know, a lot of women chase after married or taken men. Um, and most affairs happen in the workplace. And, you know, back in the day, women and men didn't work together because women were at home. Right. So there's these, there's more opportunities to cheat. And, and actually, interestingly enough, the yes, was it yesterday or today, I saw a comment from a girl on a YouTube video. Um, And she was saying, Oh, I met this guy at work and he has kids with this woman, but, uh, you know, it's a toxic relationship and I have a big crush on him. And, you know, so I'm just getting to know him now and she's already, you know, making her way in. And I, and I don't want to say that like men are, are weaker than women, but you're a man, you know, sometimes when, if you're having problems at home with your wife and if your wife's emasculating you and she's, berating you or whatever, a lot of men, you know, if they do have a woman who's sucking up to them at work, and she's cute, and she's wanting to hook up, like a lot of times a man, if he's stressed out at home, he'll probably do it, you know, so, um, you know, not to say all men would do that, you know, I think uh, one other issue is we don't have a strong moral code anymore. We're not taught Religion in school, not that religion is the answer to everything, but we're not talk, taught about faith, about morals, about decency. You know, we live in a very narcissistic society that teaches well, we can just have whatever we want because I'm important. It's the whole like me movement of, you know, the law of attraction. If I visualize I can have anything, and there's even law of attraction coaches online that, you know, teach women how to manifest a married man to divorce his wife and come back to her. So we live in wow. this society. Does that variety. work? I've heard success stories. Like I heard this one story, this girl had, um, I guess dated this guy in high school. He went off, got married, had kids and she made her way into the man's life again and was always on the side waiting for him to get divorced. And I guess she did affirmations and visualizations that
1: imaginations. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I guess the guy did end up, leaving the woman and coming to her. And she felt she even said that she felt entitled to the guy because she had him first, she dated him in high school. So she wanted to have him back. You know, Hmm. so my, my response on this video was, well, does that mean my partner's high school sweetheart, if he had one would be entitled to him too? like, what is this? You know, like, I don't understand this kind of like behavior or belief. Like why? Why is there such limited belief around like, people that we feel like we have to take everybody else's person. Right. Um, And I think, you know, listen, sometimes there are men that are abusive and and awful and and yes, like there should be a divorce or should be a way out of that situation. Um, But I also kind of feel, you know, in, in spiritual teaching, like we talk about how like women are the emotional center of the home. And a lot of times when a woman is emotionally, abusive because a lot of times that happens or verbally abusive or she's you know not happy she's miserable she's depressed she makes the man miserable too and then they're miserable together and then he gets angry with her she gets angry with him but then she never takes accountability that like maybe she was the one you know who was the culprit you know and i knew a couple once who the woman had cheated on the man they got divorced nobody knew that she was the one that cheated and you know somebody approached the man about well, Oh, I heard that she cheated. And and his response was, well, I was just getting, I was just tired of getting yelled at all the time. That's, that's why I ended up leaving, you know? So there's this kind of, you know, I think, especially with the women's movement, this mentality of like, well, we're strong, powerful women. And, you know, you should bow down to us because we're women. And there's a, this emasculation that starts happening to a man and men don't want to feel emasculated. They don't want to feel abused, by their woman and they don't want to feel disrespected. A lot of it comes from disrespect, right? That like respect, like I have a lot of comments on my stuff, like, well, man should bow down to me and respect me because I'm a woman, I need to be worshiped. And a lot of, we're taught this and we're taught that this is like how it should be. And if a man's not bowing down to you and worshiping you, then he's, he's disposable, right? But then men don't feel valued either in that scenario, right? They feel like they're getting walked all over so it's it's just like this this like battle of the sexes almost it's like people just don't understand how to be in relationships anymore and I think you know men are kind of when I say they're opting out of marriage it's like well they see how much money goes to these spouses you know I know a man who was married twice to two different women one of them got alimony the other one got alimony plus child support he got remarried a third time and literally was like bare bone and he was a successful dentist and he had no money because all this money was going to his wow. exes. Right. So, you know, so now men are like afraid of getting married and cause they don't want to deal with that either. And there's just all these issues. Right. And it's not like one thing or another, I think, you know, sometimes it is a man's fault. I think sometimes it's a woman's fault. But I think the the big issue is, is that we never hear about the bad women. You know, movies aren't made about bad women, really. They're, shows aren't made about bad women. It's always like the, the doofy dad or like the, you know, the man who cheats and runs off with the other women or the womanizing men or the cheating man. You know, we don't hear about the other side of things, which is why I did a video recently about women who chase after married men. And what was interesting was all the men in my comment section were saying when I got married and started wearing a wedding ring, I got way more attention from women than I did when I was single. But then if a man cheats or like, you know, if he's getting attention from a woman, the woman's like, well, it's the man's fault. Well, why are we not holding women accountable for like chasing after married men in the first place? Like why, why should that be? Why are we just like shoving that under the rug? You know, it's just, I just feel like the blame is always to men, and I think men are just sick of it. And there's, a, I'm sure you've heard of this movement called MGTOW, men, men going their own way. Have you heard of this? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called MGTOW, M G T O W, men going their own way. It's it's a whole community on the internet of men that just they're just like they don't want to deal with women anymore, you know. And I get wow. comments from them sometimes, and they'll comment like MGTOW, you know. But this has been going on for a few years online, so you know.
1: Do you do you think marriage would die eventually? Because the trend of being single mom or single dad, baby dad, baby mom, I seem like a knob.
0: It's interesting you you mentioned that somebody had posted, let me find it. Somebody had posted something about this actually. Um, where is it? Something like 15%. Hold on. Oh, just 18%, 18%. Of US households are nuclear families with a married couple and children. 18%. Like, to me, that's crazy. Mm. Right? Like, it's, it's just crazy to me. And then, you know, the, the problem is, is too when you when you get married, have kids and then get divorced, then you're dealing with step parents. And then you're dealing mm. with with other kids from from those yes. parents. And then it becomes a larger, even larger issue, you know, I, I have my own experience with that, but um, you know, cause my parents actually got divorced and mm-hmm. my dad remarried and had a child with my stepmother. My mom got remarried like much later, but you know, there's a lot of things that kind of spiraled out of that. Um, and, you know, I mean, <laughs> this is like a silly example, but Tristan Thompson, who has a kid with Khloe Kardashian, he, he just got a third woman pregnant that he's not married to. Obviously,
1: I, I I saw the news on TMZ.
0: Like you know, I mean, I know that's like a rare, like it's I don't want to say rare, but it's it's a unique situation. But it's just like his his poor kids, like, are now being raised in in like the most weird dysfunctional way, you know. And yeah, I just I don't know what's going to happen with marriage and tradition. I I do know that the people running the show in the world want to create dysfunction because the more dysfunction they create right the more you keep a woman out of the home the more you can indoctrinate kids to to do what you want them to do like in you know like in China right they kind of raise kids to be very uh systematic and robotic right um and you can do that in schools the the mother's not with the kid knowing and, and i see this a lot like this one woman she came out and said that her autistic daughter who was like eight was given a school book to read to help with her learning disability and she was given a book on pornography there was like straight up pornography in this book right So you see these crazy things that parents don't see and now that women are out of the home and going back to work or going to work after the feminist movement there's now you know the wages are unsustainable for one parent to run the household like they used to be so most people need both parents working and when women are going to work full-time and coming home to then take care of their kids and the family they're exhausted the man's exhausted she's exhausted and it's very difficult to, um, it's very difficult, you know, for families. So I do see a lot of women opting out of having kids as of late, you know, um, I just think that we're in a just in general, we just have a moral crisis. And it all comes down back to family and tradition, you know, there is no family and tradition anymore. I mean, I kind of grew up my grandparents were married until my grandfather died. And my other mom's parents, well, her dad remarried and he was married to his wife and and kind of like this traditional household. You know, we always meet for holidays and it was so nice, you know, like that's like what I treasured growing up was like being around family. But, um, you know, we're not really, I don't feel like kids are really being taught this anymore. We're being taught to be sexually free, to be promiscuous, um, hookup culture. Like one girl attacked me today for saying that men don't want to marry women who are promiscuous, and she was like, "What's wrong with hookup culture? Like, women should be allowed to be sexually free." And you know, but then you see women who who you know participate in hookup culture. They're never happy. They can't build sustainable relationships. Then you deal with STDs, and then you deal with unwanted pregnancies, right? So it's just a vicious cycle all the way around. Versus, you know, if a woman is taught to, you know, that family would make, you know, because a lot of women, and then I'll bring it back over to you because I'm talking a lot, but a lot no, of that's women...
1: That's fine. Are, that's fine. You're making a lot of taught, sense.
0: <laughs> we're taught, you know, go to college, get a degree, work up the corporate ladder, and even I subscribe to this, right? I moved to New York City. I went to fashion school. I... I was like, I don't want to get married and have kids right now. Like, I want my career. And I started working up the corporate ladder and doing these kinds of jobs. And I was miserable. I was exhausted. Um, You know, I just did what I thought I was supposed to be doing. And then at one point, I was like, you know, I want to get married and have kids. And I don't, you know, and then you kind of waste your childbearing years because we can't, you know, women, our eggs start to go down after 30, right? And um, by that time, when women kind of wake up to like, what's really happening, they're already at this point where like, you know, they have to get in vitro or this kind of thing, because they spent all their childbearing years on hookup culture, work, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then as you know, I mean, I don't know, Kevin Samuels work that much. I've only watched like a couple of his videos, but I know he teaches a lot of men you know once a woman hits 30 like she's no good and now a lot of men are subscribing to this too yeah yeah i've heard him say this that you know once a woman hits 30 she's she's like you know bye because her her eggs are no longer good right so now he's teaching men only go for women like 22 to 26 and so so then there's that issue right so then yeah and and i know a lot of women actually the majority of my friends are not married with kids. They're all career driven and most of them are not happy in their careers. They're miserable. They can't find a good man. And most of them are probably going to not end up having families either. One of them just turned 40 and she's, you know, she's still single. So she spent her whole, you know, younger years, like working and partying and, you know, and now she's kind of like alone
1: So that's that's interesting. That's interesting. You you know, you you talked about she can't find a good man. You know, oftentimes when women say, most women say they can't find a good man. It's probably that the expectation of a man is, the buy is so high. You know, expect, yeah, so...
0: That, so that, I, I agree with you, but actually this woman in particular, she's got horrible taste in men. So I actually I shouldn't have said that she can't find a good men. She chooses bad men. She, I don't know what it is. I told her in a past life she must have been like a mob wife or something because she loves bad boys and men mm. that are like shady and like questionable. And every guy she's dated has just been a bad guy, you know? <laughs> so,
1: no. what what do you her, expect? Uh, <laughs> What do you expect? You're dating a gangster and you, want to, and you want him to be a prince, you know. So you obviously know he's, he's a dangerous guy or he's, he's not ready for commitment and you're crying after he had left, you know. Besides, sometimes people go into these relationships with some funny intentions, you know, but at the end of the day, when things didn't go well, they'd be like, oh, men are not good. But when you were going there, you you're probably going for a one-night stand or you're just going there to for him to be your baby daddy, you don't care, you know, you don't want to live with him. Or you're probably going there because you want to cash out mm. and you get a divorce. You know, there's so many things, by the end of the day, the blame comes. I'm not trying to defend men because I know most men also have their, their problems. You know, I remember, because I like talking to people like randomly, I'll just walk up to somebody and initiate a conversation just to pick their brain and also understand so this lady, I uh, met her downtown Toronto in Canada here. So while we're talking, I said, oh, you look so pretty. Uh, are you married? I was just having like, just went, and she was like, why should I get married when I know, wh- why would, should someone get married when you know you eventually get a divorce? Mm. See, why would I get married when I know, oh, someone knows he or she will eventually get a divorce?
0: Yeah. Said, they go into it already believing a
1: Yes, already believing is failed. So no matter what you do in a relationship with that person, it will eventually hit the rock. My coworker, you know, recently, he was telling me about his, um, I don't know, should I say his wife or girlfriend? You know, People don't really wear it anymore, so could probably be baby mama living together. They said they've been living together for like 10 years. They have three children together. They said the lady just recently left the family with the children no she she abandoned the kids and Mm. done with another guy There was something the guy said that really struck me he said and that was exactly I'm I'm quoting him he said that was exactly what my mom did to my dad and and he now ended with this question am I suffering the sins of my mom why should I I couldn't provide an answer
0: well, that's family karma you know that's family karma that, that people suffer with because we you know if you don't do the spiritual work right you're gonna recreate the karma that you were you know i guess indoctrinated in or or, or you saw right because subconscious programming happens from zero to seven so we're very programmed mostly at that age because the subconscious mind is more so running the show than the conscious mind and this has been proven. And so you observe your surroundings at that age and you know the traumas that your mom or your dad went through, the traumas that you feel when your mom is pregnant. Like if your if your mom's pregnant and the dad leaves and she's suffering pain, well, guess what who's also suffering pain is the baby growing in the utero, right? Because they're energetically emotionally picking up on all that. So you know a lot of times people recreate the same scenarios over and over again this is why i always stress on my channel the importance of spiritual work because you know what they say in buddhism if you chant you change your family karma seven generations forwards and backwards and i believe the bible has they say something about that as well um, not about chanting but i guess about prayer and that kind of thing but um you know maybe he had this deep fear in his mind that he was going to create this scenario and it became a self-fulfilling prophecy which unfortunately you know does happen so hmm.